Pump day, pump day, pump day, pump day, pump day, pump day. Try to be best, cause you're only a man, and a man's got to learn to take it. Try to believe, though the going gets rough, that you gotta hang tough to make it. History repeats itself, try and you succeed. Never doubt that you're the one. Oh, wow.
smell of shit. I, I, I mean, literally. Like, I, I, I wake up this morning, I, I take Doofus out, that's Bubba. Duh, I'm Bubba. Take Bubba outside, he goes out, does his business right. The little, the, the, the corgi, she, she can't be bothered. She's old and decrepit anyway. She can't hear, she can't see, can't do anything except sleep and shit in the house. And let me tell you, it was like Thanksgiving Day shit. I walk out and take Bubba out, no problems, right? Bubba goes outside. She doesn't move. All right, good. Bubba goes outside. I go to get their food bowls. Feed them. Do the thing. She does not come out. I I don't know where the hell she is. I go back in. Uh, I come into the studio, set some things up, and I go get something to drink. And as I walk out there to drink, as soon as I walk out of the studio, Smell of dog shit hits me in the face. And Bubba was with me the whole time. That damn little corgi. I know how it's pronounced, but God damn it. It was like Thanksgiving and fucking Bob's Buffet. All in one. 
Good God, that dog was backed up. Now I know why she sleeps so much. Jeez, she takes one of these craps and got to sleep for like four days. So, yeah, that, that, that's been my morning so far. Glorious. Ah, how about you? Let's get some good mornings out of the way. Look at there. Oh, my gosh. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, first one here. Braddy Kid, good morning to you. I hope that you have a spectacular day. Mike D says, morning as family. You know it is. Pump day. Pump day. Pump day. Uh, Doug says, good morning, ass family. Happy. Pump day. Right back at you. Okay. Uh, Good morning, ass family from Hangtown Gin. In front says, good morning and. Pump day. Pump day. Pump day. Everybody says, let's go. Oh, there's the music. Sorry, I had to refresh. Yeah, you might want to hit that refresh button there, hon. Uh, Let's see. Straight Fire says, great morning, ass. Good morning to you, my friend. Uh, Brett and Plasters, yo, I'm here for some ass. Good morning. All right. Erised is in the house. Erised, I have a story for you this morning. I know that you are a big Harry Potter fan. I would imagine that you are no longer a Jon Stewart fan. But we will get to that in just a little while. Dominic says, good morning, ass family. What's up, Dom? How you doing, bud? B. Coop says, I suddenly have the urge to vote in a celebrity-ass deathmatch. Yeah, that was the music today. Top Gun, Danger Zone, You're the Best, Karate Kid, and then I, the Tiger, Rocky Three. since it is Soundtrack Week. Still Soundtrack Week here on the show. Boy, we got some good shit today. Oh, man, yeah, yeah, I like today's music. Uh, We're going to go as long as we can with the soundtracks, just to let you know. Uh, Andrew says, hola, fellow Arntifa comrades. I hope we're having an equitable start to the day. Well, thank you. And then he just says, Hump day! Hump day! Hump day! Uh, Happy hump day, ass family. That's from Scott V. Coop. Says, first hump day of 2022, and it's the first day of Braun Breaker's reign as NXT champion. Did he win last night? I didn't watch last night. Did Braun Breaker win? They need to bring him in. He better be at fucking WrestleMania. I want to see I want to see Rex Steiner at fucking WrestleMania. That is awesome. Shit, I had it on in the background. I didn't. Ah, goddamn TikTok. Jesus, paying attention to that. Didn't watch Braun Breaker win the championship. Christ's sake, that dude is the future of wrestling. I'm ready to see a Braun Breaker Brock Brock Lesnar match. Even though Brock Lesnar looks like he's about two feet taller than him, that would be awesome at WrestleMania. Braun Breaker. See, this is what I think they should do at, at, at WrestleMania. Since Roman Reigns had COVID, just a little wrestling talk this morning. Couldn't defend the title that he was going to lose to anyway to Brock Lesnar. So I think what they should do at WrestleMania is they should have a champions match. They should have Brock Lesnar taking on Roman Reigns, and then taking on Braun Strowman. A fatal three-way. A terrifying three-way. And the winner gets all three belts. I think that would be badass. See, I should be working for the WWE. First thing I do, clean out all the gal wrestlers. Especially the ugly fat ones. And you're probably saying, well, Arnie, you're ugly and fat. Yes, I am, and that's why I don't want to see that shit on TV. If there's a chance that some vagina or a nipple is going to slip out, I don't want it to be from fat, ugly chicks. You don't want to see a fat guy's dick plop out. No, you don't want that. No. 
And guys don't want that shit either. So, Dewdrop, you're fired. Uh, the, the, the little girl who thinks she's a superhero, fired. Charlotte Flair, you can work in the back somewhere because you're too goddamn ugly. You got nice big boobs, but goddamn. Liv Morgan, you can wrestle on TV. And we'll call Trish Stratus back. And that's it. There, there's my two wrestlers right there. Uh, as long as we can with the soundtracks, I may may I suggest the Team American song? Okay. All right. I'll look into it. Uh, but, yeah, that's what I would do for WrestleMania. But that's me. That is me. Lots to get to on the show today. <sighs> I swear to God. Y- you know, nothing surprises me anymore. It, it I, I really try to live by that philosophy where I'm not surprised. or And that way I won't get upset and things like this. But this makes me so upset right here, and because nothing will be done about it. That's why, that's why I'm so upset. The news was reported late yesterday that PG&E was once again responsible for the second largest fire in state history. I do believe they are also responsible for the largest fire in state history. And by the way, can we stop now with the climate change bullshit? PG&E caused the two worst fires in California's history. And by the way, nothing is being done to them. Instead, what they get to do is, oh, it's going to be a windy day. We're just going to shut down all the electricity in the middle of the summer. How about this? You fuckers at PG&E. Do your fucking job. Is it really that hard? I, 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 I don't know. I, I just don't know. Officials with the California Department of Forestry and Fire Protection said in a statement that the fire started after a tree came into contact with the company's electrical distribution lines in the forested Feather River Canyon. Now, let me say this. I'm not going to shit all over PG&E. Mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope. I am going to save a large pile of my shit to shit on all the fucking idiots out there that want to save the forest. Hey, man, we can't go in there with any bulldozers and clean out this shit. You know, it's called raking the forest. You know, that thing that the previous orange bad president said, and everybody said, oh, you're going to go down to Ace Hardware and get yourself a rake and just rake out the forest. No, that's not how it's done, fucktards. Good morning, Ogre. How are you, my friend? The Dixie Fire, which I I have a problem with that. Don't call it Dixie. Uh, Ignited on July 13th. It ate nearly a million acres across five counties, including much of the Lassen Volcanic National Park. It destroyed more than 1,300 structures, the entire town of Greenville, and left one person dead. PG&E had already acknowledged its power lines probably started the fire. And by the way, nothing will be done about it. I, I mean, that that's the shitter. How come there ain't nobody in jail for for the Paradise Fires? 
works at PG&E. Take into account the green BS, and they divert money to develop that in place of maintenance of the infrastructure. I hear you. Look, look, look. The state of California has got a big fucking problem. Do you want electricity or do you want to be safe? Because if you want them both, well, then the whack-tarred fucking environmentalists who don't want tractors in their forest are going to have to shut up. Now, look, look. They don't log in Tahoe and do all that kind of stuff. I, I know we're not talking about Tahoe here, but they're going in there to clean this out. Because I want you to think about this. And, and by the way, if we lose the dirt shrimp or whatever the fucking animal it is they're trying to protect, what's going to hurt the dirt shrimp more? Is it going to be us cleaning out the area or will it be a gigantic fire raging through? Because I don't think that forest fires are good for the dirt shrimp. The Dixie Fire ignited in the vicinity of the campfire, which killed 84 people and destroyed the town of Paradise in November of 2018. The deadliest fire in California history. PG&E equipment has ignited more than 20. That's 20 California wildfires within the last few years and have killed more than 100 people. Good God. You want to talk about somebody who hates the forest, it's PG&E. I, I, you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see the picture of the, the CEO of PG&E just butt-fucking Smokey Bear. Because that's probably on his damn wall. You go to the massive offices of PG&E, and there it is, the CEO. You got Smokey the Bear bent over. Good God almighty. They've caused 20 fires. I, and, and look, I don't know this because, A, I didn't research it, because, B, I don't care. It's weird. I live in a state that's larger than California. Not population-wise, but size-wise, Texas is bigger. And we have a choice of energy companies that we can use. And I know that in certain parts of California, like in Roseville, you can choose to use Roseville Electric. But everybody else is stuck with PG&E. They, they need to open it up more. Some, some more energy companies need to come in there because PG&E, I'm just telling you right now, get ready. Just get ready. When summer comes back and it's a real, real hot and it's fire season, PG&E is going to be shutting those fucking electric, uh, their electric th- off. Only you can prevent Alabama hot pockets. That is true. PG&E is the perfect example of why monopolies don't work. You know, it's just, it, it's really sad. You, you got to think about it. The, the people that live there, and, and I think it was Straight Fires who said, let's build more wooden houses in the dry forest than bitch when they're fine. Yeah, look, look, I agree with that. Suzanne Summers had a house in Malibu that burned down 
because she built in the same place like three times. And then finally she said, oh, we might, might want to move it. You think? You think, Thymaster, that you want to move that? This comes from the, this, all this is, is this new entitled group that just wants to yell louder than everybody. And they say, no, do not come in our forest with those machines to clean it out. Do you know what's in the forest right now? The Dixie area? Do you know, do you know what's there? Well, probably snow. And you know what that snow does, right? It melts, right? And then it waters everything. So all that stuff, and then once uh, March or April get here and it stops snowing, stops raining, and starts heating up, all you're doing is cooking all that burnt shit that had time to get wet and grow shit on it. You're just making more kindling. That's all they're doing. But, hey, if that's what California wants, then so be it. California, you can have it. And congratulations to you for having that. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, all right, let's talk about another stupid idiot in the world today, and that would be Joe Biden. What about democracy in America? Did you ever think you'd be asked that question by another leader? I'm not exaggerating, gentlemen. No. Leader of China. Xi Jinping, who I've met with more than any other world leader. Shocking. And Putin. Both are very straightforward. Say democracies can't function in the 21st century because things are too complicated. They move too fast. In time to get a consensus which democracies require. That's why autocracies will rule the day. Jesus Christ. It doesn't get any dumber than that statement right there. I'm just telling you. Um, Joe Biden, you know, the, these mandates that he's put out everywhere are getting voted down. Judges are saying these are not, you know, you, you can't you can't mandate this. Yesterday he lost yet another court case. And this one infuriates me. Uh, let's see. Ogre says the Uber environmentalists haven't figured out that the amount of damage to the environment from particular matter caused by forest fires is so much worse than any notion of logging, whether the logging is too much or managed correctly. It's more the idea that compromise or consensus is the new C word. You're absolutely right. I don't want them to log. I, I'm not in favor of logging in Tahoe or the Dixie area. I am in favor of large machines going in there and cleaning out all the kindling, all the dead wood that's in there. I don't need them to chop down any more trees. I'm okay with that. Just clean the shit up. So I said this one infuriates me because it's true. And thank God, thank God a judge ruled on this. Filed in November by First Liberty Institute on behalf of 35 Navy SEALs. Lawsuit sought a religious exemption from the Biden administration's uh, mandate that thousands of U.S. military members face possible discharge for not complying. 
Judge Reed O'Connor, district court judge for the North District of the great state of Texas, ruled that the coronavirus pandemic provides the government no license to abrogate the First Amendment rights of American servicemen and women. Now, I want you to think about this. Our government, this government that's in place right now, and we are the government, but we have elected officials that run things, was willing to fire 35 Navy SEALs. They were willing to get rid of the tip of the spear. That's what the SEALs are referred to as. The tip of the spear. You know, the the part that penetrates. They were going to fire 35 operation specialists. 35 of the most elite members of the entire United States military were going to be let go. How safe does that make you feel? And there's only about, I think, 180 to 200 Navy SEALs. So you're taking a a giant number away from them? I'm beside myself with this story. The Navy SEALs are now entering in that same realm as nurses and first responders and police. They do all this good for America, and they don't even expect a thank you. They don't. They don't expect a thank you. They're doing their job. Nurses, doctors, police officers, military members, Navy SEALs, they're doing their job. They're the ones who also, like the fire department, the police department, they're the ones who run into buildings that people are running out of. I have two or three good friends that are Navy SEALs or former Navy SEALs. Now they're in the regular world. And the contribution those guys have made to our country when they served is is more than I can even say thank you for. Not to mention what all the active Navy SEALs are doing. And we are just set to fire them because it's so important they get this vaccine that doesn't work. That's the best part. Like, if this thing was healing people left and right and you never got sick again, I'd still say you have a choice. But this vaccine doesn't even work. People get the shot and they get sick a day later. By the way, the story with Betty White is that she, this was the alleged story, and it's not true. I'm sad to say it's not true, that she did not receive a booster two days before she died. That is false. Remember when you said that you were going to vote for the candidate who made you feel more safe? Well, what did that what did you expect from the outcome of that election? What do I mean? 
I always vote on the candidate that makes me feel the most safe. I lost this election. I didn't vote. Joe Biden didn't make me feel safe. Joe Biden has never made me feel safe. The only people that feel more unsafe around Joe Biden are kids and their hair. Firing 35 Navy SEALs. Jesus Christ. I'm not going to ask the question, what's next? I mean, I, honestly, because I don't want to know. Thank God for this judge in Texas that said, no, no, they have the right to do that. Brady Kidd says, I'd feel a whole lot safer with Trump. So would I. And that's why I voted for him. That's why I voted for him instead. Of, I, and I don't like Hillary Clinton. I, I think Hillary Clinton is a rotten human being. No. My big frog store is closing permanently on Friday. Oh, crap. Oh, that sucks. Oh, man. Dad gummit. All right, I got to call them in the break. Man, oh, man. That just sucks. This pandemic fucking sucks. Firing the SEALs, talk about crippling our military. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. But with Trump, we wouldn't have these vax mandates that make us so much safer, <laughs> right? I mean, and, and, and I'm just, look, I, I'm going to say this, and there's no way to prove it. I'm just going to say it. This is my own belief, I guess, if I'm going to say this. Um, Whatchamacallit. Um, if Donald Trump would have been elected president, I truly do believe, I truly believe that more people would have gotten the vaccine. I really do. He wouldn't have had to put mandates up there. He was the president in charge of making it. And I think, and, and I mean, you look back at the Democrats, they were the ones who were, they were the ones and they won. They're the ones saying they would not take the vaccine if Donald Trump won. And then when he didn't win, now they're forcing people to take it. It's very confusing. But I do think that more Americans would have taken the vaccine initially. And by the way, it didn't work. It still wouldn't have worked. I'm not saying the vaccine would have worked. No, 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 no. We already know that it's a failure of a vaccine. But I think more people would have taken it. And there wouldn't be mandates, and we wouldn't be closing down great stores like the Big Frog in Allen because everything is closed. And maybe if Donald Trump was still president, I still wouldn't have wanted the vaccine. And that's fair. Look, hey, that is fair. I think more people would have taken it, especially on the right. I think this became a thing of, oh, okay, our guy didn't win. Well, we're not going to take it now. That's what I think happened. I took it because I was going to take it no matter what. I have an underlying health condition. I'm fat. I haven't gotten a booster yet because I think the boosters are stupid. 
Now, here's some good news to look forward to. Oh, from Ted Cruz's mouth to God's ears. Ted Cruz said in an interview this week that it is likely that Republicans will win back the House in 2022. And if they do, they will be impeaching Joe Biden. This country is doomed. Yes, with you it is. It is doomed, not just because of African-Americans, but because by 2040, this country is going to be minority white European. Huh? And that's bad? I'm sorry, Joe, that's bad? I just got look, look. I do believe that the the red wave will happen. You're going to have to have some decent points to get him impeached. And by the way, there are plenty. Impeaching equals a new racism. Well, you see, you could you could impeach him on the way he fucking pulled out of Afghanistan. That was pretty shitty. Last September, four House Republicans filed impeachments against him for the withdrawal from Afghanistan. So now that you got a full House of Republicans and probably senators as well, and if there is any truth to the re, uh, the all the all all this bullshit that the Republicans will name Donald Trump Speaker of the House, it, he will be impeached next January. In one year. Uh, uh, and I can't put that on the prediction sheet because that's for 2023. But man, oh man. He would crumble in front of Congress. Can you imagine he and Kamala in front of Congress? He's not slick, Willie. And I'll tell you who else ain't slick, Willie? Slick Willie could talk. Donald Trump ain't slick, Willie. The reason why he beat the impeachments, too, because they didn't have anything on him. They had nothing. Arnie, if Biden leaves, I think you should... Fuck that shit. I ain't running for fucking office. Not ever. Politics... I look, I, 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 I had this thought in my head yesterday when I was preparing the show. I've gone from a, a dick and fart guy joke, or a dick and fart joke guy, to a guy who talks a lot of politics on the air. I'm not the world's biggest fan of politics, and I don't want to be in that world at all. Because it's dirty, it's gross. Nobody's genuine there. It's like working in, in Sacramento radio. I've already had my share of that. I was already the president of that world. Hell, I was the king of that fucking world. And look what they did to me. You think I want to run for office? Fuck no. No, I Douglas, I wouldn't want to be an elected official. No, thank you. The only, the only job I'd want is Supreme Court justice. That would be badass. But then that would require me going to law school, and we know that's not going to happen. And then I'm going to have to become a judge, which will take 20 or 30 years. And then 20 or more years, I'll be a federal judge. And by that time, I'll be 100 years old, and I'll be dead. 
They can impeach the vice president for bailing out rioters and looters last summer. Yes, one of those rioters last summer actually murdered someone two days after being released. Remember that story? Oh, I I did that story on the show. Why does nobody call out Kamala for that? The Indian giant? Um, We're looking at over 220 million Americans who just in the last several months died. That's because you bailed out all the killers. Douglas says, my sister suggested I get in politics because I'm informed in politics. I also have a criminal record. So, yeah, even if I wanted to, I have red flags. You know, I'm really starting to believe that it's not going to matter what your record is anymore to get elected. And you got to think about it. Joe Biden's been in, in office. He's been in politics for 50 fucking years, like most of these people. By the way, by the way, I hope you guys are paying attention to this. Yet more Democrats are retiring. (laughs) Yesterday it was announced that uh, I think it's a senator from Illinois, a guy who's had the seat for 30 years is retiring. Something is going on in the Democratic Party. I mean, honestly, to all you people that pay attention out there, Douglas, Ogre, Fred, everybody who pays attention to politics, Arise, all these people. Have you ever seen a mass exodus before like this from the United States Congress? Like, I'm dumbfounded. I'm literally dumbfounded. These lifelong politicians are like, yeah, that's enough. And by the way, they're announcing these retirements like now to where people like the Republicans in a lot of these cases already have a candidate in place ready to go. Some of these, some of these districts and some of these areas are like, well, fuck, who are we going to get to run? Now, in Illinois, I don't think I, I think all you got to do is put a D next to your name and you're going to get elected. It's like living in California. I saw a Republican is doing something similar in previous years, but it was not this level. I I think that we're... uh, Well, let's see. Let's Google this, shall we? Shall we go off to the Google cave? Yes. How many Congress... uh, are retiring in 2022. House retirement senior. How many House representatives? Ooh, let's see. All 435 seats are up. Uh-huh. List of con- who are not running. Okay, here we go. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Okay, these are the people, incumbents, retiring from office. You have 16 Democrats and five Republicans who are leaving the House. Bobby Rush was the uh, the latest who announced it this week, the guy from Illinois. So there you go. You've got 16 Democrats who are just walking away, five Republicans. You've got four more Democrats 
who are looking at another seat. You have two Democrats that are leaving to run for governor. And in Congress, oh, Jesus. Where is this at? Yeah, U.S. Senate. Only one is leaving the Senate. Five Republicans are leaving the Senate. That's not good. But it, 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 it to me is truly amazing that all these people are leaving this cush-ass job. Interesting. Now, the world is a stupid place. We can all agree with that, correct? Yes. And one of the stupidest places on earth is the set of The View. So The View always, they always flip-flop around chicks. Usually you got three dumb liberals and then really one hot-looking but stupid Republican on the show. Um, they got this new broad on here, uh, CNN's Anna Navarro. I, I hope this is the video here. Thursday is the year one anniversary of the insurrection at oh, the Capitol, Jesus. which we all saw play out before our eyes. Remember that? We saw it on camera. Yeah, kind of like all those though, fucking uh, the riots. The January 6th committee has firsthand accounts uh, that Trump sat and watched it happen while Republicans officials and his own kids begged him to do something. His supporters are still convinced he did nothing wrong. Watch. January 6th attack was not the Republicans nor Trump. I don't care about Seem the January 6th. This is what reported. I care about. They, they need violence is sometimes justified. And so when you look at people are leaders around the world and he would like to have that kind of power over us. And I'm not sure that we allowed them to have a commemorate the day by showing the day to do that and brazenly enough over hold on and we're getting to her because if this was antifa or black lives matter or democrats things should transcend here we go here's anna navarro anna. look joey there's, there's things which i which i think should transcend partisanship and should transcend politics and a breach of the U.S. Capitol, an attack on our democratic principles and institutions should be one of those things. What about and rights? I really blame Republicans at the top for capitulating to Trump. Ooh. I blame Trump for continuing this, 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 this environment of lies and conspiracy theories and not accepting that he lost and encouraging and promoting what happened, the big lie and what happened on January 6th. He bears responsibility. And it's not just me saying this. It was Kevin McCarthy saying this oh, on Kevin January McCarthy 6th. Said Let it. me read to you what he said. Kevin McCarthy, the president bears responsibility for Wednesday's attacks on Congress by mob rioters, McCarthy said on the House floor. He should have immediately denounced the mob when he saw what was unfolding. These facts require immediate action by President Trump. Now, just days later, that same Kevin McCarthy was at Mar-a-Lago kissing Trump's ring. Ass. And, and we've seen Republican after Republican who on January 6th was shocked and calling for investigation and for truth uh -huh. and for reaction okay. and action from Trump. We've seen them bow Say down it, to Trump because they want to stay elected. And because they're putting their own positions over democracy and over defending the U.S. institution of, of, a, of a legitimate election. Look, I felt, I felt that Joe, Donald Trump had not been legitimately elected. There it is. I thought he'd gotten help from the Russians. But you know what? It would have never occurred to me 
to take up arms against Donald Trump. That's just not what we do. She still believes the Russians elected Donald Trump. I'm sorry you had to listen to so much of her gobbledygook there. And look, let me just say it right now. I think more should have been done. I think the insurrection or or the storming of the Capitol, look, I wish we could investigate that more. I wish we got some real investigation. I'd like to know why the police were standing by when people were running in. I'm not going to say it didn't happen because I watched it happen. But to say he wasn't he wasn't really elected because of Russia, can we just seriously How many times does it have to be brought up that it has been proven as a fact? Just like the sun coming up in the east. Hillary Clinton was behind it. Do you know who these Democrats sound like? I'll say it, and I'll blame Trump for this too. They sound like Donald Trump and the fucking birth certificate with Barack Hussein Obama. That's what they sound like. Congratulations, you sound just like the man that you hate. Way to go. And you know what that means? That means we're all just running in a fucking circle. We're all in a hamster wheel. See, the, this is the reason why I was hired to work with dog shit and jerk off is because I know how to take a conversation from point A to B to C to D to E and have it flow the entire time. Dog shit and jerk off would talk in circles. There's nothing entertaining about that. And there's nothing entertaining about what's going on in politics in our country. Why? Because that's all they do is they go in circles. Do I want to see Joe Biden impeached? I do, but I don't because I'm fearing that this is what it's going to lead to. This is what we have now. This is, th- this is the world that we live in. We get a president, he sets all these new laws and things in place, and then the next president comes in and wipes all those laws out. So then the next president will come in place, and they'll put all those laws back in. So it's like we're living in a four-year cycle. I don't want to live like that. that. To me, that's just stupid. How can you plan a future if you're doing stuff like that? People can't save money because things are going to be changed in four years. So wait, am I fucked for saving this money? You, you know, it, 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 it's, it's painful. And now we're going to get to the fact that Joe Biden will be, I'm, I'm just going to tell you this right now. They, I, I, I don't even need to put this on the prediction sheet because I imagine a lot of you feel the exact same way. If there is indeed a red wave of 2022, Joe Biden will be impeached. He will be impeached. And most likely kicked out of office. How how much is that going to sting the fucking crybabies there like Anna Navarro? They're going to get Joe and Kamala out of office in one impeachment and they couldn't touch Trump in two? The only United States president ever to be impeached, not once but twice. Unfucking believable. It, it, it's like we're on a uh, a well written show, 
and they just keep doing the same thing every four years. Maybe they change characters, though, and they have them go through struggles, and the rest of the family is fine. And then after that season, they change it up a bit. As Jack Nicholson so brilliantly said in The Departed, this ain't reality TV! Sure seems like America is, though. Doesn't it? Doesn't it seem like this is just a big fucking TV show? And and not a very good one. I, I, that's, that's my take on it. I, I, I'm so sick and tired of this shit. I mean, look, you have, where's that story? Uh, Wait, what happened to the New York teacher? Oh, there it is. How about this? WWE creative is writing a script for America. Yeah, that's why it sucks, because their creative team is horrible. How about this? How would you react? Okay, ask family. We got the fun game to play. You make the call. If I can find the sound effects. You make the call. All right. A New York City. I ain't, gonna, I ain't got time to do it here. Um, has been arrested. Maybe not New. Yeah, well, no. I don't know where it is. Uh, has been arrested for allegedly injecting a minor with the COVID-19 vaccine. Without consent of the parents. Laura Russo was arrested on New Year's Eve in Seacliff after police were informed that she had allegedly injected a 17-year-old with a vaccine. So, ask family. You make the call. What would you do if a teacher decided to inject your kid with a vaccine? Let's see. Douglas says public execution. Triple T says 17-year-old forced uh, arrest her if they wanted to do nothing. Sue the fuck out of the district, okay? Teacher would be in jail or for the protection from me. Andrew says get him fired would be the very first thing. After that, a good old-fashioned ass whooping. Fired and put in jail. This is our world, people. I don't make these stories up. I, and, and I don't know about you, but the next story I'm about to do here, and I just wanted uh, to give you that update. Erised, uh, you should be happy uh, if you haven't he- heard this already. And by the way, the Arnie State Show is taking full credit for this. Full credit because we went and we, 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 we wrote the right people. Two Arizona State University students who were who were reprimanded after a viral video showed them confronting white students studying in a campus multicultural center last year 
have accused the school of openly uh, discriminating against them. That's right. The two, uh, the women, the one 30-year-old woman who's a graduate student who told two white students to leave the multicultural center due to a sticker on one of the kids' computers. They wanted those kids kicked out of school. Arizona State has come out and said, yeah, you're the ones that are fucking the problem. They did write a letter to the University of Arizona State, or Arizona State University. Dear white people, a.k.a. ASU, you openly discriminated against us on November 16th when you handed down your decision from your racially biased investigation. Yesterday was the first I heard. It was, it was settled in November? Boy, where was the media all over that? The students Masani, Kurashi, and Sarah Takola said in a more than nine-minute video, we are being persecuted for defending our multicultural center from racism and sexism. ASU is a violent place. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, like the, the, Jesus Christ. Here, here you go. ASU's investigation found, found us guilty of interfering with university activities. You did. Dear white people, a.k.a. ASU, you openly discriminated against us on November 16th when you handed down your decision from your racially biased investigation. We are being persecuted for defending our multicultural center from racism and sexism. You are racist! Punishments. The first one was a warning, and the second one was to write a three-page paper on how next time when we talk with white people about race and society, we will be civil. This video is in fulfillment of our educational intervention. We are going to give ASU an educational intervention on why telling students of color at ASU to be more civil in the face of white supremacy and neo-Nazism on this campus is actually violent. ASU is a violent place. It goes on and on and on and on. Let, Let me just say this right now. Why is it that that you see color? Hmm? Now, if, if, if I'm having lunch with a friend, I don't say that I'm having lunch with my black friend, Jerome. I say I'm having lunch. Why does it have to, the only time color comes into play is if I were to have witnessed a crime and I have to describe the assailant. Why is it? Why is it that they can't just address other students? Why do the other students have to be white students? Aren't they students? Well, he says, morning, y'all. Sorry to be late. Pretty sure working out with Omicron. Oh, I'm sorry. Omicron was a bad choice. Uh, Doug says, whiny-ass bitches, fucking bitches, verbally abuse some kids and should get held accountable, and then they cry, fuck them. Yes. These are the same two women that told two white kids who were studying on their computers, not talking, not doing anything, 
except they had a sticker that says, we support the blue because one of the kid's parents is a police officer. Now, if you're the kid of a police officer, I guess in America now, you're automatically, automatically a white supremacist. I did not realize that Arizona State was the school for white supremacy. I, 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 I truly didn't. Now, is it their problem? Is it at every school in the nation, minus the historically black colleges? I would say yes. This is, this idea, see, this is what they want. They want to be superior. The white people shouldn't use the multicultural center. Why not? They told them, you guys don't even have culture. How would that go over, vice versa? White kids going up to black kids saying the same thing. These two girls are lucky they're still in school. I don't think they should be at Arizona State. I think Arizona State should kick their ass out. White people are white supremacists. Otherwise, they, they wouldn't be white and climb Himalayan mountains. That was the dumbest story I've ever read. Um... They were also mad that the boys had a Bass Pro hat and a Chick-fil-A drink. Jesus. Look, it, it, I swear to God. See, th- this is what I wanted to talk about today. Th- this is the thing. I don't know about you. I'm, I'm noticing a lot more Karen videos out there. Now, granted, I spend a lot of time on TikTok, and I get a lot of good stories and a good, you know, good banter from TikTok on the show, but I see a lot more of these Karen stories where people are just doing stuff in public and either the, what what do they call them, the male ones, Kens, Uh, whatever. We'll call them all, even the men are Karens, okay? And I feel bad for every woman who has the name of Karen out there because she's getting all shit on. Her name's been stolen from her. Has everybody got to see the video of the woman at Bed Bath & Beyond? Have you seen this video where this, this black lady is, is I, I, I believe she's black. She calls herself black in the video. She's filming the video of this white woman who's just screaming, get away from me, get away from me. And she falls to the ground and she starts screaming. I love this new feature that these Karens have is to just scream at the top of their lungs. I'm going to tell you right now, right here and right now. I'm done. I am done. And the reason why I'm done is because this is really stupid. Who the fuck are you? I told you the story about the guys who are cooking that meal on the back of a truck on some public parking lot, and she said she owned it. So they were they were packing up to leave, and she's, she's yelling at them. She's screaming obscenities. Then she goes into their truck and then dumps the plate of food on the ground. Well, I'm just here to tell you. You play dumb games with me, and guess what? You're going to be rewarded with a hefty right hand. That's right. I vow to you, if, there's, if I ever have a Karen moment where somebody's talking to me like that, I'm punching that motherfucker. I don't care. I've been to jail. I don't give a fuck. 
I'm sick and tired of these. And they aren't even keyboard muscles. These people are just fucking walking around telling you what to do and how to do it. And they have no authority. Better respect my authority. I am so tired of this. Maybe I won't punch him. Maybe I'll just open hand slap the bejesus out of him. Why are you accosting me? I am not doing anything to you. If I was on your front yard and I was taking a big hairy dump, I can understand why you would come out there and stop me. But if I'm in in public and I'm wearing a T-shirt that you are offended by and you're going to come up and say something to me, I'm going to knock you the fuck out. That's all there is to it. I'm sick and tired of this world. I know a couple of Karens. They very much live up to their name. Men Karens are called Kyle. Uh, the men should be referred to as Craig's. V. Coop's, uh, or at least as V. Coop, I thought they were Chad's. There's a toy idea. The screaming Karen doll. Squeeze the belly and it either screams or asks for the manager. Now, let's not be violent. If someone bitches about your shirt, nod and say, duly noted, fuck off. You know, here, here's the thing. O- Ogre, you're right. You're absolutely right that I shouldn't uh, resort to violence. But you know what? Violence is fun. I'll just say, kids, violence is fun. Violence is the answer to all life's problems. This is like when I tell kids hate is good. Hate is good for your heart. Let the hate run free. If I'm wearing an offensive shirt out in public to you, let's say it's not, it, I, I don't have any curse words on there or something. It, it's just a picture. Like my, You get offended at my uh, gonzo, choking, fozzy bear, no country for old men scene. You get offended at that, you're going to get punched. You're going to get punched. Look the other way. You don't have to look at my shirt. See, this is the thing I don't understand about our country is when did we get all these rights? Did I have the right to look at your shirt? I have the right to do this. I have the right to do that. I have the right to drive. I have the right to poop in the middle of the street. You actually don't. And what rights you do have, I'm fixing to infringe the shit on by whooping your monkey ass. See, uh, Zach just texted, great point, Arnie. What happens to just going about your life when you see something, someone doing something you don't agree with? That doesn't happen anymore. We don't live in that world. We don't mind our business. We don't mind our pints and quarters. We don't. Uh, Ken Dog says, I usually give one warning to a Karen slash Ken. <laughs> they keep it up, and I go full blast. And I tell you my mouth is very foul, and fuck your kids too. Good. I ain't got a problem with that. I ain't got a problem with that at all. These people that have to nose into everybody's business. Well, I tell you, when I saw that video, the, the lady fucking with the guys that were cooking in the back of their truck, 
No. Uh-uh. Why does it matter? Like, like, she was walking on the street, and she was taking a walk, right? And she had to come up this driveway. She had to come up at least three, 400 feet up this driveway to get to where these guys were cooking. Why couldn't you just kept walking? And if it bothers you that much, why don't you call the police? But no, instead, she fucking called them out and fucking threw their food on the ground. They were throwing my lobster roll sandwiches out. I'd have gotten the truck and run that bitch over. I ain't kidding. Mind your business. How about that? If you don't like, this is the thing I've never understood. Is that if you don't like something, then don't participate in it. I don't like going to church anymore. I don't. hate it. Do I think all churches should be closed? No. I know that people out there need churches. Enjoy it. You have more room to sit because I'm not there. Get comfy. Enjoy it. Very spiritual, but I hate organized religion. But what they say is that, oh, well, we just want to close that church down. We don't like what they're preaching, so we just want to turn them down. We don't like that church, so we want to put you in jail. They go from like zero to a million in no time flat. Douglas, I wish I knew why people couldn't be more civil. I, I, I wish. I've equated this long time ago to this. You'll never, ever catch me going to Burger King and say, why don't you have the fucking Big Mac? I already know they don't have the Big Mac. So I choose not to go to Burger King. But there are people out there that know Burger King doesn't have the Big Mac, and they're going to get their pound of flesh. That's all there is to it. And they've been doing it for years. There's no happiness in our country. Our country is so far away from happiness. By the way, here's the original video of the two ladies. Did I do wrong? You have a bad... You're, you're offensive. Police lives matter? You have the same sticker. We're just trying to do school. What? You guys have the same sticker as the other... But this is our space. We've got a police lives matter sticker and we're getting kicked out. Can't do school. You, you just said we have to leave. No, I said... You're making this you space uncomfortable. uncomfortable. But you're white. Do you understand what a multicultural space? It means you're not being centered. White's not a culture? No. No, it's not a culture. It's white is not a culture. Say it again to the camera. You think whiteness is a culture? This is insane. So anyways, this is the violence that ASU does, and this is the type of people this that they violent. protect. Okay, this white man thinks he can take up our space, and this is why we need a multicultural space. Because they think they can get away with this shit. By the way, I'm gonna sit here the whole time, and you can find somebody to kill that, me. That's cool. We we're we not will. Kicking you out. We're asking you to leave if you have any consideration for people of color and our marginalized. So clearly, don't. 
Yeah, the whole rest of the campus, the whole, the second floor, the first floor. Uh, enough of that, because it's, it's starting to fucking trigger me, especially that I'm counting 11 fucking seats open. There are 11 more seats open in that picture. If you watch that video, look at all the open seats. These girls can go to those other places, and, and by the way, they can put their backs to these guys and never see them. How about that? And by the way, white is not a culture. Oh, I get triggered like this when I see a lot of empty spaces and people say, well, we, uh, oh, uh, don't get me started on the outback in Garland. Five o'clock on a Friday night. Uh, five o'clock on a Friday night. Ain't nobody in the restaurant. Half the restaurant is wide open. Oh, it's going to be 20 minutes to get a seat. 20 minutes? 20 minutes on a Friday night? Well, we're kind of short-staffed. You're short-staffed on a Friday night. Really? Then close your doors. Walked out of that bitch. I, I don't know if I'm ever going back to Outback again. Oh, my God. Kick those boys out of there because hey, you're, you're you have the whole rest of the campus. That's not true. I can't go into the women's restroom. I'll get arrested if I go in there. So the whole rest of the campus, I can't go in. What do you think about that, honey? You don't want to get petty in an argument. You you have lost if I if I enter that race. You will lose most arguments that people are going to get into me with me in. You're going to lose. You're going to get lose, or you're going to get so mad you walk away. I'm not saying I'm right all the time. I just know how to argue. I did it professionally at the top of my game for over 20 years. That, to me, is a skill that I have. Everybody says working in radio has no skills, no no things like that. And I, and I just have to tell you, it does. It does. You learn how to make people say what you want them to say on the air. I, I can talk circles around anybody. And if these stupid Karens want to come into the world and try to get their way all the time, well, you're going to have to meet up with big fat Arnie's. That's what we, you know what, I, I, I think that we're just going to go ahead and start that, the big fat Arnie's. Big fat Arnie's are the people that stand up to the Karens. Be a big fat Arnie. I'm an Arnie, she's an Arnie, he's an Arnie. Wouldn't you like to be an Arnie too? Would you say that you're right most of the time? I would say that I'm right a lot of times. Most of the time, I don't know. I've been wrong. Hey, I, and I'm the first to admit. See, here's the thing. There's the thing that the Karens don't do. They don't ever admit when they're wrong. They either double down or they, they never address it again. I'm happy to admit when I'm wrong. When Ogre told me I was wrong about the Aunt Jemima lady, because I believe the old story about Aunt Jemima. I looked it up, found out I was wrong, and the first thing I did the next day on the show was admit how wrong I was. Nothing wrong with it. You're either right or wrong.
And these Karens, they can't be wrong because they base their whole identity on not being wrong. I don't base my identity on that. I have a lot of things to base my identity on. My kick-ass T-shirts, my cool sunglasses, my cool nature, my show. There's a lot of things you can base your, your, your beliefs in, in yourself on. Not just when you went, go and you fucking yell at somebody. God almighty, I hate the Karens in our society. Uh, you can call me fat. I don't care. Be a fat Arnie. I don't give a fucking shit. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. What are the Dallas Cowboys promoting? That they suck. Ooh, win four tickets to a Cowboys playoff game. Yeah, the one and only playoff game they're going to have. Dickheads. David Lee Roth has canceled the remaining dates on his his Vegas residency. And I put the residency in quotes. He's canceled over the coronavirus and, of course, Omicron. And I'm sure the, the tens of fans <laughs> that were going to attend the rest of the week are really bummed because now they won't have anything else to do in Vegas. Wait, 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 what? David Lee Roth canceled. We're canceling our trip. And you know I'm a David Lee Roth fan. But since Eddie's death, David Lee Roth has kind of gotten on my nerves. Says that he was the the, the guideline or the, the, the brain, the, the Frankenstrat uh, was the brainchild of David Lee Roth. I mean, I look, I, 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 I am a, a DLR guy when it comes to Van Halen. But, yeah. When Dave got his residency in Vegas, Leon puked. <laughs> Omicron. And the fact he can't sing anymore. No, he can't. And, and look, would I want to hang out? I don't even think I'd want to hang out with Dave. David Lee Roth seems like a very caustic human being. And all you're going to do is hear about the life and the, the struggles that David Lee Roth has had. Having a conversation with David Lee Roth is a one-way street, my friends. Speaking of one-way streets, Virginia's I-95 was shut down for over 24 hours after winter storms leave people stranded on the roads. Now, if you want to point to climate change, you go right ahead. Oh, God almighty. This is not climate change, okay? They had a winter storm in Virginia. They had a big winter storm, okay? People in the south, Virginia, maybe they, they can drive in the snow a little bit better, but in general, people in the, in the south can't drive in the snow. They can't, and they don't do well. Do we not remember what happened in Georgia about six or seven years ago when they had their giant winter storm? Something like 200 accidents, Fort Worth last year had a pileup on, on I-35 that was at least two and a half miles long. That's a big fucking pileup. Okay? So don't, look, look. Don't blame it. This is the way Mother Nature acts. Every once in a while, some place gets hit with a fucking winter storm, and they're not used to it. That's what happened with this. It was a huge storm. V. Coop can attest to it. And people, 
He, he, he answered my next question that I was about to have. He says, Virginians can't even drive without the snow. So there you go. These are people that, that aren't used to getting snow. Uh, Triple T says, they got to run early. Have a great day, ass family. Yep. Look, I, I, I'm just here to tell you that this is a bad story. It's awful, it, but it's what happens in the South when it snows. Lots of people get into car accidents. The end. Final story of the first segment. Uh, I, I, I'm not shocked by this. Maybe a little bit shocked. I, I, I don't know. Conservative radio host Larry Elder says he will not challenge Governor Gavin Newsom in this year's November election. I, I, I didn't... I didn't think he would. I mean, he got his ass pretty much handed to him in the in the recall. I'll tell you what, California, y'all are fucked. California is so fucked on so many levels. Because if they get a senator or a representative to believe, they're going to appoint Gavin Newsom to that. And then we're all fucked. He doesn't want to be governor anymore. He wants to be the president. He, he knows what he wants, and he's going to go after it. He will win this election again. Not because Larry Elder's not in it, because people in California, no offense, are stupid and they keep voting this guy in. Uh, Funny how my big plan is to move to Virginia and not two months after announcing this grand plan, Virginia Freeway turns into an ice parking lot. You know, of course, my mother was like, Jenny, are you sure you want to move there? Looks cold. It, this doesn't happen every year in Virginia. Do you know where this happens every year? Boston, Maine, New York. They always get the cold, shitty weather. Mm. All right. Phone number is 775-357-FANS. Whoa, what happened there? The website, or where you can write the show, the website is actually arnieradio.com. Uh, you can write me anytime at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Soundtrack weeks continue. Tumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen. Pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from nine to five Working nine to five What a way to make a living Barely getting by It's all taking and no giving They just use your mind And they never give you credit It's enough to drive you crazy And you love Nine to five Ship will come in and the tide's gonna turn 
took turns of staring out the window at the darkness to boredom overtook us and he began to speak he said son I've made a life out of reading people's faces and knowing what the cards were by the way they held their eyes so if you don't mind my saying I can see you're out of aces for a taste of your whiskey I'll give you some advice So I handed him my bottle And he drank down my last swallow Then he bombed a cigarette And asked me for a light And the night got deathly quiet And his face lost all expression Said if you're gonna play the game, boy You gotta learn to play it right You got to know when to hold it walk away and know when to run you never count your money when you're sitting at the table there'll be time enough for counting 
when the dealing's done Every gambler knows That the secret to surviving Is knowing what to throw away Knowing what to keep Cause every hand's a winner And every hand's a loser And the best that you can hope for Is to die in your sleep And when he finished speaking He turned back toward the window Crushed out a cigarette Faded off to sleep And somewhere in the darkness The gambler he broke even But in his final words I found an ace that I could keep You got to know when to hold them Know when to fold them Know when to walk away And know when to run You never count your money When you're sitting at the table There'll be time enough for counting When the dealing's done You got to know when to hold them When to hold them Know when to fold them And know when to run You never count your money When you're sitting at the table There'll be time enough for counting When the dealing's done You got to know when to hold them When to hold them Know when to fold them When to fold them Know when to walk away And know when to run You never count your money When you're sitting at the table Also known as ass. Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775-357-FANS. Ah, you can't go wrong with Kenny Rogers. Especially playing the gambler. I mean, I mean, Kenny's got some hits. <laughs> Ogre, you got all the words right there. That was an old Arnie song. You got. <laughs> Hold on a second. I want to see something here. Um, controls stop. Let's see. Let's see if I can redo that. Word. Hold on a second. Let's see. On a warm summer's evening. On a train bound for nowhere. I met up with a fat kid who were both too tired to eat. So we took turns I didn't to stare at the window at the darkness. To one of makes the meatloaf, let me give you some advice. He said, son, I've made a life out of eating too much meatloaf. Knowing what was in it before I took a bite. So if you don't mind saying I can see you're out of basics for a taste of your whiskey. Oh, that's funny. That is truly funny. Oh, my God. Mm-mm-mm. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. That, that was one of my favorite uh, Arnie songs. Man, uh, th- when I did the old Arnie songs, those were s- we had so much fun doing that. And that's why I love doing them on this show now, is that they were so much fun to write. And then pull it off, and then have the 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 editing to go with it. Oh, so much fun! 
And out of all those, Arnie, I, I did at least, I'd say 100 to 150 of those. And I only didn't sing on two of them. Uh, Bonanza was one. Do you think you're smart? Think you're really, really smart? Play Arnie. That was uh, Chris Rice who sang that one. And I think he did another one, too. But, yeah, those were the old songs. Those were great. Nowhere near as good as the new songs, but the new songs are fucking revolutionary. They're going to change the world, especially, you know, that I've added more verses. All right, back to the show we go. First hour of politics is always fucking takes the shit out of me. Um, a new psychologist is, uh, or a psychologist has released a new 15-question relationship quiz. The, the doctor says you should both be able to ace if you're going to last. So this is one of my favorite things to do in radio or broadcasting in general is to get people into fights <laughs> later in the day. You know, like, like <laughs> you, we, we'll give you the truth about men. In ge- I'll tell you about men and the things that men do. Like our secrets, and I, I, people have gotten mad at me before. Not like seriously mad, not like killing me mad. They've gotten mad at me before for exposing some realities, because they have, they know that they're going to get it when they get home. Honey, were you listening to Arnie this morning? Is it true? Uh, nope. So let's take a look at these fifteen questions. And the doctor says you got to be on the same page. So I want you to take this and think about your spouse or your loved one or your partner or whatever the fuck it's called now. What does your future look like? If it's anything other than it's so bright I got to wear shades, that's not good. If the word grim comes along... If you're anytime the word grim is used, that's not good. You know, I just sort of had an epiphany about starting fights. You ever wonder if Karens are just put uh, just part of their own fight club where they consciously go out picking fights because that's one of the rules of Karen Club? <laughs> they spray a priest with a water hose. That's uh, maybe. Uh, all right, so uh, can you imagine building it together, your future? Can you envision yourself growing old with a person? Well, I would hope so. I would hope that you've talked about your future if you're in a damn relationship, for Christ's sake. No, no, we have no idea. Let's see. Next question is, how does your partner regard your family? Now, the, the, hold on a second. We, we let let's do it right here. Let let's call let let's call that what it is right there. That was bullshit. Warning! Warning! Bullshit alert! It doesn't matter. It does. Look! 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 You know how where I stand when it comes to family. Because my family sucks. 
my blood family. Let me put it that way. My blood family sucks. I don't care if you get along with my family or not. That, that, that right there, that, that, they should take that one out. How does your partner regard your family? Hey, if they want to have a relationship with them, good. Don't bring me into it. I don't want nothing to do with them. Why? Because they don't want nothing to do with me. I've tried. I've gone down that road a number of times. Every time I crash and burn. And if you're similar to me like that and your partner goes, well, why don't we go see your family? No, I, I don't want that. I'll tell you the truth right now. Brady Kidd knows this. I am planning on going to Missouri this year to visit my dad. And by that, I mean I'm going to his gravesite. You know, the one I wasn't invited to go to when they, when they put the, the headstone up. It's in St. Louis, Missouri, where he's from. And I plan on not telling any member of my family that I'm going to be in St. Louis. If, I'm in this, it, it, if I go to St. Louis and I don't tell them, do you know how bad that's going to look for them? I mean, I'm. Uh, this is the plan. Hey, Patty, if you're listening, this is the plan. I'm going to come in. I'm going to Jefferson Barracks, where Dad's buried. And I'm going to call you from there after I've already gotten a map to knowing where he and Mom are. And I'm going to go, hey, will they just give me a map at Jefferson Barracks to show me where Dad is? And I plan on spending some time there. I know what the first question will be. First question will be, are you in town? Well, of course I'm in town. Why would I, call, why would I ask this question if I wasn't in town? Well, well, why didn't you let us know? Well, I didn't let you know because I'm coming here to see Dad. My family. Dad. If Satana and your sister were hanging from a cliff, what would you eat as you waited for them to fall to their deaths? Oh, I'd ha- I'd have a big juicy steak in front of me. Oh man, you can put one more person on there. That that Rob fella, Rob Kardashian. I've been I've been asked that question, you know, uh, Satana or Rob Kardashian in a lifeboat, and I can only save one. They can have the fucking boat. They can just have it. I'm jumping in. Mm-mm. No thanks. Next question on this stupid list. And they can't even, they don't even do the number. Okay, there it is. Okay. Can you both compromise? I'd hope so. And compromise isn't bad. <laughs> Uh, compromise isn't horrible. Nobody's always going to get their way. I don't believe in compromise necessarily, but I know it's not a bad thing. You you can't have a a relationship can't be one-sided. You have to do stuff that you hate. The end. And both people do it. And, and by the way, if you're that person that only does it and the other person doesn't, then you're a fucking martyr. And that's your excuse. Sack it up. We all got to do shit we don't like to do. Do it. 
But see, if the other person isn't willing to do it, then I wouldn't be willing to do it. Fuck you. We'll have, we're at a standstill then. You don't like that? Too bad. Number four, do you speak the same language? Well, I would hope so. <laughs> that would make it very different, difficult. By language, they refer to systems of beliefs and perspectives on greater themes of life. Do you share the same views and aims, similar morals and values? I'd hope you'd gone through that earlier, and that's why you're in a relationship. But people change, so there you go. Are you emotionally intimate? See, this is the thing. This is why I hate doctors. They ask these faggy questions like this. Are you emotionally intimate? No man knows what that means. No men are ever raised to be emotionally intimate. Nor should we. Bunch of fucking slack-jawed pussies. I am emotionally intimate with my partner. That's just gay. Seriously. What emotion does your partner trigger? Well, I, I will say this. Usually erection. That That's one. Moisture. That's another emotion. You, you want it to be the good emotions. Like, I don't know, love. Feeling wanted. Feeling needed. The emotion of hate and anger, that's a bad one. You shouldn't be in a relationship if your partner triggers those. Can you, this is the dumbest question on here. Can you trust them? Why would I be in a relationship with somebody I couldn't trust? Can you trust, I, I, I wish I would be in the doctor's office. Can you trust your partner? What the fuck is wrong with you? Why do you think we're together? Of course I can trust that person. If I can't trust that person, I don't want to be anywhere near that person. I don't hang out with a lot of people I don't trust. Boy, I tell you what, this doctor must feel really great that he got published online for these questions. But hey, doc, your questions all suck. Dr. Carmen Hara. Question number eight. Well, question number nine is the worst question on here, though. Oh, wait till you hear question number nine. Uh, my coworker is married to a Filipino who doesn't speak much English. He doesn't speak uh, togaggle, and he brags they've never been in an argument. Yeah, probably. Uh, question eight. Do you need them? Well, okay, here, here you go. Here's a question I got for all the gals and guys out there. Do you want to be wanted or needed? Big difference. Do you want your partner to need you or do you want your partner to want you? Yes, I did say that. It, what is it? Galag.
right, let's see. Braddy Kid says both. Kurt Cobain needed Courtney like he needed a hole in the head. Sorry, I can't resist. Um, Kurt needed, oh, I read that. Uh, want me? That's Alicia. Want is more important, but I do want both. Want, you don't really need anybody. I want to be wanted. I understand that you need somebody, maybe you need me to open a jar of pickles. You need somebody for protection. But I think it's far more important that you want to be wanted. Do you want them? Yes. That's why we're together. Like I said, it is Tagalong. It's definitely better to be wanted. Being needed is like being an employee or a government. Yeah. Boy, George wanted someone to want him. Yeah, I mean, I I think this doctor fucked up here by saying, do you need them? I think it's far more important to want them. Number nine. Oh, God almighty. Oh, this is one that if you're doing couples therapy, you you just plead the fifth. Are you all ready for this? This is the epitome of stupid questions. How do they compare to other partners? Oh. Not with a 10-foot pole, Doc. Really? How do they compare to other partners? Now, look, look. Let's all be honest. Everybody compares everybody to old partners, okay? And they do that in their own brain. You would never, ever say in front of your current partner, your soulmate, well, you know, uh, so-and-so was a lot better at this than you are. That right there, I mean... (laughs) That's the stupidest question I've ever seen in my life. How do they compare to your other partners? Huh? You really want me to answer that sitting here with her right next to me? Oh, there's a, and, and by the way, this is how you do it. Let, let me tra- Let me help you. <laughs> Ogre says, what the fuck kind of question is that? How do they compare? This fucking stain is being paid by the Divorce Lawyer Association. This doctor get his law de- or his degree from Kinkos? Jesus Christ. But if you're ever put in that situation, and th- this is the bad part, is that men and women are both this way. I'm not picking on women here. I'm picking on both people here. If you're sitting in that doctor's office, let's say you're doing some kind of couple therapy or something, how do they compare? How does so-and-so compare to your other partner, so-and-so? There's only one reasonable answer. No comparison at all. My current partner blows that partner away. That's the way you have to answer it in front of them. You can't answer that one honestly. Otherwise, yes. <laughs> Braddy Kid says, so how do I compare? You blow everybody else away, Braddy Kid. That's all there is to it. Moving on quickly. <laughs> can this question doesn't make sense to me either. Is this some kind of fucking battle bot thing? Can you tolerate each other's weaknesses? 
No, I like to expose their weakness. <laughs> Relationships require a certain degree of tolerance that will undoubtedly test your patience. Can you stand all of your partner's faults? Every one of their bad habits? Maybe you just don't look at them like bad habits. Or if they're their bad habits, you just let them have them. You let them be them. This is the thing. This is the thing that breaks up so many people. Hell, I should write a book on this. Because I've seen it so many. Not personally. Because I won't put up with it personally. This whole idea that you're going to change your partner. And I know women get blamed for it more than men. But men do the same thing. This whole idea that you're going to change someone. Why would you want to change someone that you fell in love with? You fell in love with this person. You're in a relationship with this person. Why in the hell do you want to change them? The answer to number 10 there is, can you tolerate? Yes, of course I can. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. Like, if one of your bad habits was attending Ku Klux Klan meetings, I wouldn't be with you. I, I, this is so dumb, and people are going to take this quiz, and they're going to go home, and they're going to end up fighting over it, and it's going to be just fucking terrible. And I love it. I think it's great. I put all my shit in. Look, man, don't try to change me. Who the fuck are you to change me? You shed your weakness, just like Terry Silver said. Uh, no, doctor, I like to exploit my partner's weaknesses all the time. Hell, I kick her while she's down. <laughs> oh. Does your partner try to improve? Improve what? Themselves as a human being? Do they try to grow? I think we all try to grow as human beings. <laughs> no KKK meaning, so why did you last so long with Satana, allegedly? I mean, come on, she's from Tennessee. Well, you know, we didn't last that long. And, oh, God almighty. That's just such a bad time in my life. Once you change the way that they allegedly want, they leave you because you are no longer the person they fell for. Exactly. I mean, come on. Correct the mundo. That, that's it right there. You're no longer the person I fell in love with. Yeah, because you changed me. <laughs> that person I was before is the same person I want to be, but you made me change and do all this other shit, and now I'm resentful for it. That's the big thing right there. Should that, that should be a question on here. Is there any resentment in your relationship? Get rid of the resentment. Don't cause the resentment. Dummies. God. Uh, Douglas, that was so well said. I mean, Jesus, criminy. Yeah, okay, we're going to pass this question. Do you share a soulful bond? Shut up, queef. I mean, come on. Do you share a soulful bond? I don't even know what the fuck that means. 
Are we going to go out and smoke some peyote? No, I ain't going to smoke no coyote shit. No. A soulful bond. Do you learn from them? I would hope you learn from everybody that you're associated with. See, this this doctor, I, who's this doctor again? A female doctor, psychologist, 15 question, Dr. Carmen Hara, American co- author of Committed, Finding Love and Loyalty. She's an idiot. She, I, I think she is part retard. Uh, let's see. Do you learn from them? Yeah, I, I hope you learn from everybody that you're associated with because if you don't, you're stupid. Is your partner generous? Okay. Yes. Ow. Oh, something got in my bottom teeth. That hurt. This doctor is probably a cousin of Mr. Fauci. Are you a sensitive person? Fuck off, you gash. (laughs) The last question is, is your partner generous? I don't even know what that means. Um, Sorry, I got to clean my teeth out here for a second. (laughs) Do you expect miracles? Only if it's 1980 and I'm in Lake Placid and I'm watching the United States hockey team and Al Michaels says, do you believe in miracles? Well, yes. Do you expect miracles? Your fucking partner isn't a miracle worker, you dummy. Oh, my God. Now, okay, so uh, let's go Hollywood. This is very, very strange. There's a... Well, no, I can't do it that way. Hold on. Uh, inbox. I want to I go over this right now because this, this is actually pretty interesting right now. Um, there we go. Okay, good. John Stewart has come out. Comedian, former host of... Uh, whatchamacallit, uh, The Daily Show. He's come out, and I don't know why everybody hates J.K. Rowling's. I, I don't get it. J.K. Rowling's, the, the lady who wrote Harry Potter, she's been getting eviscerated lately, and it's mainly because of her stance on trans people. Well, John Stewart's like, well, let me get her from another level. John Stewart is accusing J.K. Rowling of anti-Semitism over her depiction of goblins in Harry Potter who run the Gringotts Wizarding Bank. John Stewart called the goblins that run Gringotts Bank universe anti-Semitic trope on this problem with, huh? She chose to throw Jews there to run the fucking underground bank in a world where people can ride dragons and have pet owls. Hey, 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 John, I, I know that you are Jewish, and, and I appreciate, appreciate your, your Judaism. 
but I think you're going a little you're going a little too harsh here. Now, look, I ain't never seen a Harry Potter movie. I ain't never read a Harry Potter book. Do these goblins say oy vey, and do they celebrate Chanaka? Then we can sit down and talk. But if they portray them as greedy, evil bankers, well, that's not Jews. I know that's the perception of a lot of that people have of the Jewish faith. Not everybody, though. I, 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 I think we're trying a little hard now to cancel people. Uh, John Stewart, oh, yeah, the guy who's no longer relevant. Amen to that. He's trying to be, though. Uriah says they're goblins. They were written as goblins in the book. They're not Jews. I know that. I, I, I'm so tired of this. We're, we're, we are stretching now. In a society where a fellow who was beaten by the LAPD says, can't we all just get along? Good old Rodney King. Now it seems like everybody just wants to take apart somebody when they're down. And I didn't think that John Stewart was of that ilk. I was wrong. I was terribly wrong. John Stewart's garbage. John Stewart has always been garbage. John Stewart is nothing more than a poor man's Ken Ober. All you old-time MTV fans will recognize that reference. If you watch deleted scenes on the DVD, the goblins sport curly locks and bow repeatedly to a brick wall. They even have a troll in the corner playing a violin while the goblins sing Jews in Space by Mel Brooks. Arise the Stewart defense, the goblins have big noses. I'd argue goblins throughout history usually have big, ugly noses. Here's the thing. See, I'm a part of the problem, and now you guys are part of the problem because we are answering this. This is something that should be laughed off. And go, really? John, is that a bit? Is that a bit you're working on? You, you come back to stand up? Because that's not going to hold any water. And it goes along with this other story. The headline reads, From Ben Kingsley in Schindler's List to Charlton Heston's Moses and Leonardo DiCaprio in The Wolf of Wall Street, how Gentile actors have taken on Jewish characters in Hollywood. I'm rubbing my temples right now. Okay. I am so sick of this. This is my... This, uh. See, once again, it is called what? Show business. Okay? But let, let's start uh, with... Let, let's start with Charlton Heston playing Moses. Who would you rather have had? What Jewish actor would you rather have had play Moses at that time? Was there an actor as great as Charlton Heston? 
at that time slot in history? Who could we have gotten? Because I, I, I can take on this next one. The Wolf of Wall Street. Do you know why? Do you know why Hollywood did that? Is because Leonardo DiCaprio bought the rights to that guy's life. Jordan Belfry, the Wolf of Wall Street, sold his rights to Leonardo DiCaprio, and he bought them, and he wanted to make a movie based on this guy's life. Now, a lot of people believe that their religion is their identity, and that's fine. You can't have, like, like the C. Thomas Howell movie, Soul Man, where he, where he goes to, you know, he gets a, a, a scholarship to Harvard, and he's black, but he's not really black. I know, I know it's allowed for Robert Downey Jr. to play a black man in Tropic Thunder. But it would honestly be like if they got, I don't know. Let's say you got Bill Hader to play Barack Obama in his life story. And there's no painting, no, no face painting, anything like that. You can't do that. Okay, once again, these, these are overly religious people that live in America and don't realize that America is not as religious as other places. The reason why Leonardo DiCaprio starred in The Wolf of Wall Street is because, at that time, Leonardo DiCaprio was giant box office. That's all. And why wouldn't you want one of the biggest stars in the world making your movie? Hmm? Hmm? Do you hate money? Do you not understand how show business works? You make a movie to make money on it. You don't try to go and break even. You don't try and do all this kind of stuff. You try to make money on it. And now people are like, well, you you can't do that. He can't play that role because he's not Jewish. Shut the fuck up. I'm so tired of this bullshit. If that's the case, then y'all better fucking remake a bunch of damn movies, especially one where good old Colin Farrell is playing a Southerner. You're going to have to get rid of the movie next to Ken because you got goddamn Liam Neeson playing somebody from Kentucky. That shit don't fly, and he does a terrible job of it. Idiots. Don't get Hollywood thinking up some up the next Seth Rogen is Ben Shapiro in the Daily Wire movie. That would never happen. Uh, now, if the Goblin spoke like Jackie Mason and went, Oy vey, Harry Potter's a good minch, then Stewart might have a point. Though if memory serves, there's a Harry Potter scene where a fat bug-eyed wizard says, Hey, Wang, don't let them tell, don't tell them you're a goblin. <laughs> Greatest line in fucking Caddyshack. Ooh, I have three of these, four of those. Wang, it's a parking lot. Wang, this is a restricted club, so don't tell them you're Jewish. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, God, I love Tim. I love Rodney. Rodney is so great. This is is such a, this is what I find to be stupid. This is a waste of time. You've got other battles to do and, and, and make better movies in. How about that? 
If you're having a problem casting, just listen to one of the Adam Sandler fucking Hanukkah songs. You can find all the actors you need. For the love of God. And by the way, let me just say this right now. Fuck John Stewart. Talentless piece of shit. I, I hate that shit. When, when you're trying to just be a big pain in the ass. Oh, my God. I, 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 it, it truly bothers me. It, it really does. I hate it. All right. Moving on. Let's stay in Hollywood now for a minute, shall we? Um, okay, first one here. Uh, he also ruined the Daily Show by letting Cuntbag take over. Oh, I agree with that. Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah's garbage. Uh, just uh, J.K. is still wealthier than John Stewart will ever be, and she's hopefully laughing at this. I hope so too. But man, I tell you what, this gal who was once homeless, living in her car, who who came up with this book and these movies and all this kind of stuff, something very original in Hollywood, in in in, in books, we don't get that anymore, and she should be honored. She should be honored for these books that got so many kids to read. Think about that. People still read these books. And instead, we're just going to fucking shit all over her because of her beliefs that that there are two sexes. And then while she's being kicked while she's down, Jon Stewart comes in and jumps off the top rope and says she's anti-Semitic. Ken Dog says, I stopped getting pissed at morons like Jon Stewart because they are just miserable assholes unworthy of my time. You're right. They are. They are completely unworthy of your time. Speaking of people unworthy of time, uh, that's Pete Davidson. And I got to tell you, Pete Davidson, you know how we talk about Meghan Markle and she has magic pussy? Uh, Pete Davidson has the magic wand. His, his cock must fucking, it, it must shoot out diamonds. When he ejaculates, he, ejac- he ejaculates diamonds. Because the motherfucker is ugly as sin, don't know how to dress, ain't funny, and I'm betting he stinks. I'm just saying it right now. I'm betting Pete Davidson smells. Well, it seems that we might have a little... Wow, cat fight developing. It seems that Kim Kardashian has unfollowed Miley Cyrus on Instagram. This all after Miley serenaded Pete with the song, It Should Have Been Me. On Jimmy Fallon. And then they had their New Year's Eve show. And I guess that that Miley is not making any secret about it. She wants to bone him. 
She wants to have diamonds shot into her face. By the way, this is the dumbest feud I've ever seen. Kim Kardashian, this is the apocalypse. I'm telling you people, this is the apocalypse of, of the world. Kim Kardashian versus Miley Cyrus, and the winner gets Pete Davidson. Now, come on. Come on. It ain't like they're getting John Hamm and the Hamaconda. I'd wager that if Meghan Markle's magic pussy and Pete's magic cock got together, Gozer the Destructor from Ghostbusters would enter our world. Miley or Kim, whose cooch smells more of whiskey and cigarettes? Oh, okay, I'll tell you this right now. Right, I, This is what I'm betting. Miley smells terrible. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I am betting that her cooch is fucking horrific. It's like she caught Charlie the tuna and then killed him. Kim, on the other hand, probably has that thing hosed out at least once a week. Her and Courtney and Chloe and, and the other two Ks, they go there in Calabasas. They go down to a local car wash. They throw their quarters in the machine, they get that pressure gun, and they just hose her ass out. I'm betting. I am betting that she's got one of those fucking stay fresh fucking pine trees in her cooch. Oh, Miley. Miley doesn't give a shit. I'll say this right now. I bet you Miley has thought about, I won't say she's done it. I bet you she's thought about doing the Alabama Hot Pocket. She's going to tell you that right now. She's had a Cleveland steamer, allegedly. Hangtown Jen says, if the choice was Miley or Kim, I'm choosing Miley. I think she's freaky enough to be fun. She'd be like, pull my hair. Kim would be like, judgy the whole time. Uh, Is that all you got? Can you not touch my hair? Don't mess my face up. Oh, look, look, look. Who's a debtor lay between those two? That's a whole different topic. I mean, if if you want your wiener to smell like, what they say, cigarettes and whiskey, for six months, then, you, you, yeah, you go to the freakier sex, girl. Because that's something you ain't going to wash out. Kim Kardashian dead. Terrible in bed. Terrible. And by the way, she's a billionaire now, so she ain't sucking dick anytime soon. I, I'm just, I, I'll say this right now. I am betting that Kim is giving up anal to this guy. She's got to be. I don't know how he did it. Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale, Kim Kardashian. Jesus. Yo, who says, I'd like to invent a new sex move with Miley. Miley probably has invented a sex move called the achy breaky, if you know what I mean, and I think you do. God almighty. They're nothing but losers in this whole category. The winner of the fight gets Pete Davidson. Ugh. 
and then Pete Davidson gets the winner? Ugh. God, he is such an idiot. See, this is what you do. I'm just going to tell you what to do. What you do is if you're Pete Davidson, you you stay with Kim. Why? Because she's a billionaire. She's a billionaire. That's why. Miley Virus is just as disgusting as Gwen Stefani. Justin Bieber with shorter hair. Kim could reverse cowboy me all day. That isn't even close. All right, there you go. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing that bugs me about Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, she she thinks she's like really tough and really cool. You're Hannah Montana. You can never be cool. I'm sorry. As, as king of cool world, if you ever played Miley, uh, uh, wait, what's the character? Hannah Montana. You you can't be cool. Kim is kind of on that cool chart. Miley just tries too hard. Kim just does it. Now, I'm no fan of Kim. I don't like that big ass. No, uh uh-uh. uh. Ain't me. Um, I'd say she's not specifically giving up anal, but there is enough ass that where he can get anal and never actually penetrate. Because otherwise, that's two feet of ass to break through before you hit the target. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that. That's, I could never go out with her. I'd be like, fuck. Guys, the key to being happy is finding a girl with small hands. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, in the long battle, the longest, stupidest battle I've ever seen. I don't know why this is even a thing. <sighs> Whoever is Nirvana now has won the naked baby legal battle. Remember this? We, we, we did this story about the kid who was a naked baby in the Nevermind album cover. And he sued Nirvana for, for sexually exploiting children and all kind of other stupid bullshit. The judge, they, they kicked it out. What did the judge say? Uh, you're an asshole. Judge Ferdinando Olgin dismissed the case after lawyers for Spencer Eden missed the deadline to file an opposition to the Nirvana estate request to dismiss last month. This is so dumb. Why do we? Why? Why are we so stupid in this country now? The judge said, oh, well, never mind. Ah, I got what you did there. Uh, If he's hitting these elites in Hollywood with that face, I'm sure his plumbing business can reach any job. Probably. And the funny thing was, was like, wasn't it like the, the, the 20 or 25 or 30 year like anniversary of Nevermind? 
And, the, like, the kid showed up, and he was hamming it up with, like, Dave Grohl and the other guy that's still here. And then, like, two weeks later, he sued. Idiot, idiot, idiot. Uh, was anybody out there excited to see the new Jared Leto movie, Morbius? Now, is, is Morbius supposed to be like a, a darker, meaner, vampirish dark knight? I, I don't know a lot about the, the character of Morbius. I've seen the ad plenty of times. And uh, it was set to come out on January 28th. That is until Omicron took over. And get ready. It's starting up again. Morbius has been moved back to April 1st. By the way, this film was supposed to be released on July 31st, 2020. I don't know. Uh, what does Hollywood? <laughs> Hold on a second. I just want to see something. I I I just I I need it for my own uh for my own. Because I might need y'all's help to figure something out. Jesus Christ. Um. All right. So here's what I need. I I need to figure something out. Top 2021 movies, okay? Morbius is a Spider-Man character. He becomes an anti-hero in the comics. He hangs out with Blade. Okay. Uh, Ogre says, I have zero interest in Morbius unless it's confirmed it's a part of the Avengers MCU. If it's just another Venom-type movie, meh. It looks lame, and Jared Leto is so incredibly overrated. Okay. But I, I want you to pay attention to what I'm going to say here. Top ten movies of top of 2021. Number number ten was Free Guy, at 121 million dollars. That's number ten. Quiet Place Two, which I heard wasn't that good, 160 million. Ghostbusters Afterlife made 122 million. Venom made over $200 million. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, over $200 million. And Spider-Man made $500 million. Now, let's go back to 2019. Top ten. Okay, the movies did make a lot more money. Joker, Aladdin, Spider-Man. Spider-Man only made $390 million in 2019. Star Wars, Captain Marvel, Frozen 2, Toy Story 4, The Lion King, and Avengers Endgame. Okay, those are some big fucking titles. You're not going to get titles like that every year. Let's go to 2018.
2018 not as another year for fucking bad ideas. So you didn't make it in 2021. Still over $100 million and things like that, and they keep moving these movies back. They moved Morbius back. They moved Jackass back to the spring, which I imagine it will now get kicked back to the summer. Uh, that's my a prediction I have. I believe that when, when does Top Gun come out? Christmas now? Supposed to come out 4th of July last year, and then they said no. I, I, I don't even know anymore. I don't get it. There are a lot of people who want to see Morbius. I'm not one of them, but hey. This is getting to be so real. Just we, We're reacting so poorly to this. So poorly. It needs to stop. Either, either make movies or don't make movies. Figure out what you want to do there, Hollywood. You dickbags. Um, I don't want to read that. I don't care about that. Ooh, oh, we have a reset. Oh man, we we've got news. We have gigantic news here. I, I'm I'm sorry, I've forgotten about this. I mean, we we have actual news here about this guy. Oh, we have a problem in Florida right now, well, buddy. Uh, no, no, you're not in Florida right now. A federal judge in the blow me state of Oklahoma. I'm sorry, that's wrong. It's show me state, and that's Missouri. I always thought Oklahoma was the blow me state because how the wind goes blowing through. Oklahoma has scheduled a resentencing date for the man, the myth, the legend, Joe Exotic. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Because he wanted to do a murder-for-hire plot against that bitch, Carol Baskins. The resentencing for Joe Exotic, who's 58, is set for January 28th. His legal team argued that the two criminal counts for murder for hire plot should have been combined, which would have lowered his sentence by more than four years. He's been initially sentenced to 22 to 27 years in federal prison. They want him released because he's got cancer and all this kind of stuff. He's got prostate cancer. I think he just has a bruised prostate. The move came after Exotic reportedly uh, completed a blood test that confirmed he had cancer. We'll see. We'll we'll, we'll see what happens. But Joe Joe Exotic is going to be in a courtroom soon. I would want to go to that. Go get him, Joe. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Arise, let me just say this right now. Until the state of Texas fucks up and has a character like Joe Exotic living here, Oklahoma will never be safe. Look, look, thank God that that Billy Ray Cyrus was from Kentucky. That's all I got to say. If Billy Ray Cyrus would have been from Oklahoma, oh, my God. And, yes, I've been to that park. No, I didn't get to go in. It was right at the beginning of the fucking pandemic. Good old fucking Joe Exotic. 
And that guy likes to party. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, we had Toby Keith and Garth Brooks. Yeah, that's nothing to really brag about there. I- I'm just going to tell you that right now. That's nothing to really brag about. Garth Brooks is a hunk of crap. Toby Keith? Psh. I don't even like Toby Keith. That damn jerk. Liberal idiot. Go hang out with the Dixie Chicks, why don't you? I don't, I don't hate Toby Keith as much as I hate Garth Brooks. And I hate Garth Brooks for a certain reason. There's a certain reason I hate Garth Brooks. When No Fences came out, his second album, which had the song on there, Friends in Low Places, which made him erupt, it was released about two weeks before he was playing at the State Fair of Texas. And they had actually moved his, he was supposed to perform uh, like the week before the Texas OU game. And they said, no, 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 no. We want you to perform at the State Fair as soon as the Texas OU game in, empties. Now, if you've ever been to the State Fair of Texas, it's amazing. And it's very, very crowded. But when Texas plays Oklahoma, it's about 100,000 more people crowded. And then you put Garth Brooks on the venue. I mean, it was wall-to-wall people at the State Fair of Texas. I went to the show. And I'll never forget, when, when Texas won that day, they're a big underdog. Huge dog in that fight, in that game. And uh, Texas won on a goal line stance. I did not go to the game that year. I watched it on TV and then went down to the show that night because I wanted to see Garth Brooks in concert. And this is so long ago. This is before all the lasers and the smoke and the jumping and the the, the 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 cables that hoist him up and fly him over the crowd. This is Garth Brooks just playing his guitar, singing his songs. You know, a country show. He went on stage. He sang his first song. He welcomed the crowd. And then he said, hey, you Texas fans, you guys got lucky today. That's all I needed to hear. This is a guy who should hate OU more than me because he went to Oklahoma State on a track scholarship and motherfuckers shit-talking to the Longhorns. I left. As soon as he said that, I was gone. I was like, fuck you. Haven't liked him since. Won't like him ever again. Unless he comes over and puts a million dollars in my hand. He puts a, that, you, want, you want to get back in my good graces? You put a million dollars in my hand. Right there. Cash. You, you, can, you can split it up in any domination you want. You can, I, I'll take dollars. I'll take $2 bills, $5 bills, $10 bills. I don't care. $2 million, Garth Brooks. I'll start playing you on the show. Even though I do play him on the show every few times. Every, every once in a while. Hey, good news to report. The Washington football team has a new mascot. No, I don't know the name of it because they're not releasing that until February. February 2nd. They will no longer be known as the Washington football team. 
I've, I still call them the Redskins, and no matter what, I will always call them the Redskins. I don't care. But they came out and they said, we are confident that this identity is one that our team and fans across D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and beyond can rally behind for another 90 years. Some of the names that have been mentioned, the Washington Presidents, Nope. The Washington Brigade, that's gay. The Washington Red Hogs, stupid. Commanders, Armada, Defenders, and Red Wolves. Well, I can just tell you right now that all of those suck. The mascot is AOC, and their name is the Washington Dumb Twats. <laughs> oh, the Washington Nagars? Hey, if that guy goes there and he starts kicking for him, I'd call him that. <laughs> what, did, what did Zach say here? Will they be called the Washington Bezos? <laughs> Skins or hogs are all I'd accept. I'm still going to call them the Redskins. That, that, that's what I'm going to call them. I'm still going to call them the Redskins. I think it's stupid they changed their name. It's more of this pandering that's going on. There's no longer compromise. Compromise, it, it, it's two equal parts. This is nothing more than pandering. Native American people had no problem with the name of the team, with the logo that was on one side of their helmet. I believe it was an Indian chief that drew the helmet. But you see, we don't care about that stuff anymore. We don't. Oh, wow, that, that word offends people? Well, we have to get rid of it. Why? If those people don't want to be Redskin fans, they don't have to be. They can root for somebody good, like, I don't know, the Cowboys. Uh, Mike D says he'll still call them the Redskins. He's part native, not Warren native, real native. It should be something politically correct like bloodthirsty heathen savages. Kind of catchy, right? Yes, the Washington bloodthirsty heathen savages. It offended one tribe and a bunch of white liberals. It actually only offended three white liberals. Three that happened to write for the USA Today. That's what started this whole campaign. Christine Brenneman and two other morons that work for USA Today. I'm not sure if Peter King was one, because Peter King's a, a pile of trash anyway, too. But they're the ones that made a big deal about this in one tribe that has like 20 people out there marching during the games. Every other tribe in America is happy that they're represented. And you know what? It, it sounds like, you know, those, those people that are happy, the... the uh, 
the elite in society would say, well, see, that's them just being beaten down. They don't really know what makes them happy. They weren't taught that in their witch doctors. See, they would say shit like that. It's like what was going on with that video I played you about a week ago about how liberals at Cal Berkeley say, well, black people, they, 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 they don't know how to use computers because they're not uh, necessarily trained on them. Getting a driver's license is impossible for black people. Guy went to the streets of Harlem, said, excuse me, do you have a driver's license? Well, of course I have a driver's license. Of course I have that. I just just scratch my head now. I just contemplate how dumb this world really is. Hey, Washington, whatever your football team is going to be named, just rest assured that you will be beaten by the almighty Dallas Cowboys twice a year, even with shitty-ass Dak Prescott as our quarterback. Jeepers, criminy. All right, last story here. There's a weird scenario going on. Uh, If Jacksonville beats the Colts, then it'll open up the door for both the Raiders and Chargers to make the playoffs. Jaguars are not going to beat the Colts. So I guess the Las Vegas game against the Chargers this weekend is winner takes it all. I like that. A tie would get both teams into the postseason. Why is it that we have ties in football? I, I don't get it. I think it's really stupid. Uh, somebody just texted me this. Are the Florida State Seminoles going to change their mascot as well? I doubt it. No, because they have the backing from the Seminole tribe. The next one you're going to see happen, I believe, my prediction will be the Atlanta Braves. Either the Braves, and, and because the Chicago Blackhawks have the, the blessing of the Blackhawk Nation. But the Braves are going to end up going away. I, if they really want to pander, call them the Washington Persons. The Washington non-binaries. <laughs> Colts don't play well in Jacksonville. Neither does Jacksonville, though. Did they change? Yeah, the Indians changed their name. They're going to be the Guardians next season. And by the way, I will refer to them as, that's right, you guessed it, the Indians. I didn't tell you guys my jokes today. Oh, shit, my, my jokes today. Um... What does a cat and a hand grenade have in common? Both make noise when they're thrown. And this one I I told this is an oldie, but it is still a goodie. Um, What's the best part of being a paraplegic bodybuilder? You can always skip leg day. (laughs) Let's see, did I get, oh. 
Eh, I might do that in the next one. All right. Well, yeah, we'll do that in the next break. All right. Phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show. Here you go. Here is our last series of soundtracks for today. Into the crowded line Break down, take down You busted Shake down, break down Just about the time you think it's alright Break down, take down You busted Shake down, break down, take down Everybody wants into the crowded line
to the sun There's more to be seen Than can never be seen More to do Than can never be done Some say I'll be eaten Some say Live and let live But all I agree is to join the stampede. You should never take more than you give in the circle of life.
song him not so much the love actually one wherever you will go I, I, great song great song 
Uh, and then we got one more, the George Strait one. And we'll have more soundtrack stuff tomorrow. That's right, tomorrow. The almighty Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy will be on the show tomorrow. We're going to talk national championship game, which is going to be on Monday. And then we're going to talk about football. And we're also going to talk about the transfer portal in college football because yesterday it was announced that Caleb Williams from the University of Oklahoma is leaving the University of Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, it was a glorious day. Yes. Bye, Caleb. See ya. Enjoy UCLA. Final score of the Texas OU game 2022. I'm making the prediction nine months ahead. I'll go ahead and say the final score will be Texas 574, Oklahoma 2. There you go. I'm giving you a safety. There you go. Enjoy that. There we go. All right. Uh, See you later, Ogre. Uh, Have a great day, my friend. Enjoy your hump day. Uh, I'll take that bet. Well, I'm not giving you a 570-point spread. Uh, The only Grammys Bob Seger ever won, unbelievable. I didn't realize that. That's, That's why the Grammys are dog shit. Fuck the Grammys. Jethro Tull, best metal band over Metallica. My dick. Uh, I hope he and that midget Murray run into each other head-on in a car doing 100. (laughs) Uh, All right, a record 4.5 million Americans quit their jobs in November, which they say that's a good sign of confidence and more evidence that the U.S. job market is starting to bounce back from the horrible, the evil, the dreaded coronavirus. Taking over a year to bounce back? That's pretty sad. Uh, Let's see. uh, Employers posted 10.6 million new jobs, or job openings, I should say, down from 11 million in October. Employers hired 6.7 million people in November, up from 6.5 in October. So people are starting to go back to work. And and I'm going to tell you right now that once the, the, the government is cleaned up, and the government isn't handing out money left and right anymore. Just left. That's who hands it out. And you're still going to get your fucking bullshit, you know, people that are on welfare and unemployment. That's still going to be around. But all these extra monies that are going out there to people to survive the pandemic, those are going away. And hopefully that means that people will start paying. The problem is that people are used to getting this free money and they don't have to do anything for it and they're losing all their work ethics and their work tools. I don't know if you've seen this, but I mean, employees now at places just don't seem like they want to be there. Not that we ever wanted to be there, but there was a certain pride in us doing our job. We all lived up to this. Do your fucking job. We all did. 
And it seems like nobody lives up to that anymore. They're waiting on, this is like the housing thing. I've talked about this before. I think the reason why we have these big surges in housing and things like that is because nobody in this country is patient anymore. Nobody in this, it, nobody is content anymore. When our parents bought houses, they signed a 35-year lease, and they stayed in that house for 35 years, at least. Now you got people, there, there are certain terms that are called, um, oh, starter homes. I don't know what a starter home is. Is a starter home like an igloo and then you can just build bigger? Because owning home is still owning a home. Well, this, this is our starter home, and then we're going to have the family home, then the other home, and then we'll have the retirement home, which is going to be the same size as the starter home, which it could have stayed in to begin with. But everybody has to do this, you see, and everybody getting in. You can't, you can't rely on the markets to always be strong, and once you start losing all your money, you're going to stop moving around. Same thing with jobs. If you find a job that you like, and you're content with it, and you don't hate it, and you don't have horrible people, why are you looking? Oh, look, I, I, I'm not going to tell people not to better themselves by looking for other jobs to make their lives easier. That Hey, I respect that. There are a lot of people that are just quitting jobs because they hear these other jobs are open, and they have no passion for the other job. And that's why the workforce is so fucked up, I believe. I, 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 I truly believe. I Look, I've seen some stupid shit happen recently at a grocery store near me. Well, its name rhymes with Kroger. The idiots that were, if you have any kind, I'm just going to tell you this right now. If you have any kind of work ethic or work skills, you will become manager of the Kroger because you're better than any employee, most of their employees, not every employee, just most of their employees. Their employees could give two shits about anything. They don't show up on time. They show up and they have to go to the bathroom. They stink when they show up. What has happened to our work ethic, people? But at least all these jobs are starting to get filled, so that's a that, that's a good sign, I guess, so... We should be happy about that, not just the fact that you people are a bunch of jackasses that go and do that shit. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, this story is, uh, what, what is it here? Uh, a woman in Argentina. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I never left you. All through my wild days, my mad existence, I kept no promise. Don't keep your distance. Sorry, it just happens whenever I say Argentina. No! Stop. I can handle it. And then Jen says, starter home equals your first home at younger age, pre-kids, smaller home, to start building equity and credit to eventually sell and move to a more suitable for a family, larger yard, etc. Starter home is a term of the early days. 
not so much anymore. To get a home is a start and a finish for most, especially in California. Well, that's the way it was when I was growing up. You bought a house, and your parents lived in that house forever. I, I, I know exactly Tommy's parents. I know where they live, and they have lived there ever since I have known them. That's going back over 30 years. I think that's something that's hurt the, the, the economic market of America is that people just bounce around and go from house to house, and they can't afford some of those houses, and they're relying on it to appreciate and double and do all this stuff. They're counting on the market to do what they did for their first starter house to where they buy a starter house for, I don't know, what, hundred grand. And then two years later, it's worth three hundred grand. So then they take that three hundred grand, and they haven't paid off the hundred grand yet, most likely. Now they have about two hundred grand to use to to build it to to buy a bigger house. And then once they get that, when they sell it too, stay at home, people. My wife's grandpa is in Roseville, still living in his childhood home. Ideally, I don't want to live in my house forever. Uh, I would like to move up the hill. I'm telling you right now, this house that I'm living in right now is the last house I'm living in next to a nursing home. I'm done. There's nothing worse than moving. And you people that buy houses all the time, move, 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 move. I'm glad I'm not friends with you. All right, so this gal in the state that we've already, or the country that we've already admitted, that's the problem nowadays because people flip houses and make money off the equity. People have to work two jobs or have multiple incomes just to afford a house that doesn't fit the need of the family. Ask me how I know because I'm in that boat. There you go. Um, a woman stripped down to her underwear in front of a father and his daughters at an ice cream shop. Decent looking body on the gal. Uh, the, the video shows a man approach the counter with his three daughters. Even though he wears a mask up below his nose, the father is allowed to place his order. She's using her dress that she has for a mask. <laughs> They're like, uh, ma'am, you got to leave here. You don't have a mask on. Oh, okay, hold on a second. Let me just take this dress off, tie it around my face. Boom, mask. That's funny. After all that calculation, it ends up that Soma Joe's chances at sacrifice are not that good. Um, I forgot to tell you that we're selling the house. <laughs> I'm a part of it. Did you tell them I'm a, I'm a built-in package? I ain't going anywhere. Selling the house. She hot. Bubba, we ain't selling the house. Bubba's looking at me like, hey, what, what, what's going on here? He's wagging his tail. He wants something. Bubba, I can't do anything right now. I'm on the air, buddy. How about you just sit down next to me, be a good boy, stop hating me as much as you do. There you go. So, so ladies, there you go. There's your plan of action. If you're ever in a shop and they say, hey, you got to put a mask on, take off your dress and wear that. Just, I hope that you remember if you are or are not wearing underwear. That's all. I don't, this story makes no sense to me. A newborn baby was found abandoned in a bathroom of an airplane. 
This is on Air Moritis. Authorities at Sir Siwoo Cigar Ramgulam Ramgulam International Airport found the newborn uh, during a routine customs check. Okay, good. They they arrested the mama. The 20-year-old woman was arrested. She initially denied she was the mother of the baby, who was discovered when the New Year's Day flight landed in the capital of Port Louis after a flight from Madagascar. The unidentified Madagascar mom was ordered to undergo a medical exam, which confirmed that she just delivered a baby. Wait a second. What are the stewardesses doing on this flight? Gal walks onto the plane. She's about to fucking pop. And then she leaves the plane, and she's no longer all about to pop. And the baby's in the fucking bin? The woman who arrived there on a two-year work permit has been placed under police surveillance at a hospital where her and her newborn son were doing well. Wait, you're going to give the baby back to her? Why are you doing that? She dumped this kid on a fucking airplane. Reports about abandoned newborns on planes are rare. You think? You think it's a rare thing? I'm glad they wrote that. Abandoned babies on airplanes are, are, are a very rare occurrence. Yeah. You see, when you're on a plane, you're in really close proximity to other people. You're sitting there and you're all pregged out, right? And you're all, and then all of a sudden you shit the kid out. People are going to notice. They're either going to notice, A, you shit out a kid. Or B, what happened? Did, did you eat the peanuts? Is that what caused all this weight loss? Good God. But this has happened before uh, on a Qatar Airways flight to Australia. Uh, women, a woman was forced to undergo a vaginal exam after a baby was found in a toilet. <laughs> I'm going to need to see your twat. How do you ask for that one? How do you do, ma'am? Uh, got a strange request here. I'm going to need to give you a vaginal exam. I, I mean, <laughs> is that a pickup line or what? Ma'am, I'm a part of Homeland Security. I'm going to need to give you a vaginal swab. Do <laughs> you have anything to declare? Mm, anything? Not one little thing you want to mention to us? Well, in that case, we're going to need to do a vaginal uh, look to A vaginal exam. No, when we make a cold into a pandemic, then we can't say babies born on flights are rare. Time to ban pregos on planes. Amen. Ban them, ban babies. I'd be okay with ban babies on planes. I'd be fine and dandy with that. 
fucking crazy ass lady. These last few stories are so funny. A University of Pennsylvania law professor said, and I quote, The United States is better off with fewer Asians. (laughs) No, come on. Come on. Tenured law professor Amy Wax said, I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. During an online interview with fellow academia, uh, a fellow academic, the U.S. is better off with fewer Asians and less Asian immigration. It's just harder to assimilate those people or to have confidence that our way of life will continue if we bring a lot of people in who are not familiar. She said this during a conversation between the two academics concerning U.S. immigration. The elite Asian immigration. Oh, man. B. Coop says that view is slanted. I'm not going to read the rest. I'm not going to talk about any eyes. I think you made direct eye contact and don't waver, miss. I need to see your vagina now. Show me the badge. Uh, another... Uh, Dean of the law school said her comments are anti-intellectual and racist, but as of Tuesday, she is still employed by the school. <laughs> Why is this at the... I, I'm so happy that this is at the University of Pennsylvania. Could you imagine this being at a southern school? You have a southern professor. You know, this world would be a lot better if we didn't have all them... People assimilating here. Yes, she did say this out loud and on purpose. There's somebody that doesn't like to make money. I kid you not, people. And that's a smart person. That guy's like a, a, a fucking college professor. Well, we had another problem with one of these stupid ass. This, this one's not bad. They'll say this one's half cute, but it's stupid anyway. A gender reveal goes hilariously wrong when the mom holds a color blaster the wrong way and covers her already existent toddler with pink powder. So you, you've seen this, right, where they have, like, the family over and they're in the backyard Mom and dad are about to find out what the sex of the baby is, and they pop open something. If it's blue, it's a boy. If it's pink, it's a girl. If it's green, it's your neighbors. I mean, those are all the ones. Why is this still a thing? I I, I mean, like these. And by the way, quick question here. Um, Um. 
Do you have to bring gifts to the gender reveal party, too? I, I know you have to do it for, like, baby showers and things like that, but just the gender reveal, you got to bring a gift to that, too? And this is more yeah, – look, we need to get the RICO codes in place when it comes into uh, fucking these parties. Yeah, you have the, the, the wedding shower and the bridal shower or the wedding announcement. And everybody gets together and parties. You got the bridal shower. Then you got the bachelor and bachelorette parties. There's just so much. There's just too much going on in this world. There's too many parties. I don't want all those parties. If say I was pregnant, we'd be rich. Uh, would you want to know the, the sex or be surprised? Oh, I'd want to know. I'd want to know. Because if it's a girl, I'm selling it. Yeah, I, I, I'm selling to somebody, or I'm going to do a trade. Figure out some, some family that has enough boys, and I'll say, here, I'll give you this one. But, yeah, we're, we're, if I were to have a kid, it would be a boy. You won't find me at a gender reveal party. No, you won't find me there either, Eric Cowboys girl. You're just so dumb. But do you have to bring gifts to that? Is that like another gift-worthy thing? The video is pretty funny. I don't have the video. I just have still pictures of it. That's good stuff. All these fucking things. All these people are so dumb when it comes to this shit. All right. And the old in the old TikTok way of tell me you're a loser without telling me you're a loser. A man who defected from North Korea. That takes, well, I tell you what, that takes some cojones. That takes some balls. Dude was not happy living in North Korea. People are starving there. The government's a total regime. It, 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 it's all terrible. It's all terrible, right? And this guy said, enough is enough, and I'm going out. I'm going down to South Korea. Um, he crossed the heavily armed demilitarized zone that divided North and South Korea since 1950. The man who's in his 30s, well, he decided to go back. <laughs> I mean, wait, wait, what? Wait a second. You went to South Korea. From North Korea, and you're saying, fuck it, I'm going back? That's where he got caught, was going back. Uh, The man in his 30s said he couldn't, uh, it was too tough to make ends meet in the South. Too tough? You ain't got no ends in the North Korea? Motherfucker, please, how dumb are you? This would be like sneaking into Mexico. Reports say the defector also his decision to return to North Korea would raise questions about how defectors are treated in the South, where many face uh, discrimination in employment, education, and housing. 
Yeah. Yeah, because the North is trying to kill the South all the time. They don't get along. It ain't all buddy-buddy over there. The North side has not commented on the man yet, one of about 30 double defectors who have returned to their home country from the South in just the past decade. What is wrong with you? You know why you haven't heard from them? Because they all had their heads lopped off. What kind of fucking foreskin jumps the fence to go back to North Korea? What, because his buddies weren't there? How does this guy say he's 30s? He's in the fucking... He, see, we talk about uh, the generations here, like Gen X is the greatest generation of all time. And then you got everything else, including millennials. This guy is the epitome of a millennial right here. South Korea sucks, man. I couldn't get a job there or anything. Were you applying for him? Oh, you weren't. That's the truth. Oh, okay. There you go. And now you want to go back to the area that have no jobs, has no food, but at least your buddies are there, right? Good for you, bud. Good for you. You stand tall with that decision. And you just remember. I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. (laughs) And that's going to do it for us today uh, on this very, very amazing and wonderful. Guess what day it is? Hump day. Hump day. I'm pretty damn good. Uh, please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, uh, same time, same place, I uh, hope you all have a fantastic day, and I will talk to you in the morning. Uh, adios, everybody.
top flight, hold you tight, get you there by daylight. Do you right overnight mail? You know your mail's gonna get to you come snow, rain, sleet, or hail. Cause I'm a top flight, hold you tight, get you there by daylight. Do you right overnight mail? Hold you tight, get you there by daylight Do you right overnight, man You've been listening to the Arnie State Show At ArnieRadio.com Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking Um, I, I did just want to take a moment To thank everybody Goodbye now I am going to go get late Goodbye, see you tomorrow hey, hey, Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.